0: You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 123. Did you know that businesses who blog get 55% more traffic onto their websites than those who don't? That's a lot of people landing on your website for just creating a few posts per week. But I know that that's a lot easier said than done, and coming up with ideas for a blog isn't always so simple. So if you're curious about what you should actually be blogging about and posting on your blog, then this episode is for you. Let's saddle up and get to work. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I'm a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Okay, let me ask you a question. Does this sound familiar to you? It's first thing in the morning and you pull up to your desk, you log in just to see that 10 different people that you follow have some new piece of content out there. And as you look down at your coffee cup and think to yourself, when was the last time that I even put out a new piece of content? (laughs) Maybe you've been there. This happens so often and even the most consistent creators can easily fall into a season of burnout and no motivation to create anything new. Deep down in your gut, you know that you have to start something. You have to be creating some type of content consistently and video content just isn't really your jam. Starting a podcast sounds complicated. A blog just feels more your speed. It's just written form content. But even with that, you still feel stuck. You know that blogging has benefits that can bring so many new faces onto your website and onto all of your social platforms. It can bring so much traffic into your business. Blogging is a long form style of of content that helps you communicate with your clients and potential clients and it positions you as an expert in your industry and it can also reflect your background your point of view and overall your unique take on things blogging provides such a valuable experience for your audience because it humanizes you and people don't want to typically buy from businesses that feel not relatable or cold they want to buy from people that they can trust and that they can connect to and having a blog can help you become exactly that but only if you're a blog talking about the right things. So let's talk about a few benefits of blogging. So blogging can boost your SEO or your search engine optimization by creating consistent and fresh content through keywords and phrases. And blogging also sets you apart from other people in your industry by providing long-form value that goes deeper than just an Instagram post. I believe that blogging is necessary for your business to run to its full potential, and I believe that every business can benefit from having a blog. But one of the biggest issues that I see over and over again in entrepreneurs is knowing what to write about on your blog. Yes, writer's blog is a very real thing and so many people have it. After all, there's only so many things that you can talk about in your industry, right? Well, not exactly. There are truly an infinite number of things that you can blog about in your industry and your niche alone, but not everything you blog about has to fall under your area of expertise. The system that I'm going to share with you today is one that has helped me create about three to five blog posts per week consistently. Plus after hearing it, you will be able to create the right content that your audience wants and needs from you specifically, which of course will keep them coming back for more because they will view you as a trusted expert. Calling all photographers, do you struggle with coming up with content ideas throughout the year and knowing what to post every single day? Trust me, I get it. I've been there and I have a solution. I've created a brand new resource just for you. It's an entire year's worth of content pre-planned out so you will not have to think about what to post for the entire year of 2023. Literally, I am not kidding. This resource is a calendar style resource that provides 12 months worth of content, what days to post, what days to take a break, prompts on what to post exactly, or just inspiration for ideas. It's the end all be all for your content for this year and I cannot wait for you to get your hands on this. Head to sarahelrod.com slash year of content or you can also go to the Sarah Elrod shop to find it as well. That's sarahelrod.com slash year of content or sarahelrod.com slash shop. So let's talk about the content types. You have stockable content, searchable content, evergreen content and human content that we're going to be talking about today when it comes to blogging. First, we're going to dive into stockable content. Have you ever stumbled across someone's content and it was just so good and so perfect for what you needed that you just kept looking at it more and more and you kept scrolling and you kept clicking on new posts? This is exactly the effect that we want stockable content to have on our readers of our blog. Now, in theory, stockable content could really be like a big umbrella, for all the other types of content that we're going to talk about today. But I still think that it's worth mentioning as a standalone type of content. Think about all the things that your ideal client or audience is craving or even obsessed with. For example, as a wedding photographer and from personal experience of my own wedding, when I got engaged, I, and I know for a fact that when other girls get engaged, you kind of become a little bit obsessed with wedding planning and just looking at other people's weddings, stalking photographers, vendors, you're daydreaming about what your dress is going to look like. You literally become obsessed with wedding details and not in like a bridezilla way, but just that is all that you are thinking about 24 seven for the entirety of your engagement. (laughs) Or at least that's how it was for me. Maybe it's not the same for everybody else. I was always looking at wedding photos and dresses all day, every day. I was emerged in the world of pretty weddings and inspiration for my big day. I would go from video to video to blog post to blog post, scrolling Pinterest for hours, you name it, I was literally obsessed. And when it became time to find my wedding photographer, you better believe I stalked the heck out of them until I found my perfect match. I would just go through all their work. I talked to so many people. Finally, I found somebody that I felt like was the perfect match for me. What kinds of things would your ideal client or your audience in your industry be obsessed with that is the kind of content that you want to keep making the next type of content is searchable content think about what types of content your audience and customers might be searching for google and pinterest are great places to do content research for things like this you can type in some key phrases or keywords and see what auto populates in like the drop down menu when you when you go to type in words you know how to like finish the sentence for you and drop down like options you want to kind of see what those options are because those are typically going to be the things that people are most searching for under the few keywords that you've already put in and my go-tos for this kind of content are step-by-step or how-to posts these are great for educational content because they're super easily digestible and they teach and they serve your audience which are both things that we really want to keep doing and there is truth to the fact that most people who go to a blog post are just skimming for the information that they want. I mean, z's, I do it too. I literally skim blog posts all the time to get some quick information, which is why I like these how-to kind of posts because they're easy to break down into like steps or lists just to make each item, like make each item on that list, like if you if you have your topic and that's your title of your blog post and then you make a list of like steps, each step is going to be the heading of Each like paragraph. So you have your like one step is one heading, and then below that you just write a paragraph going into more depth on that step. The next type of content we're gonna talk about is evergreen content. I think it's pretty common to think that when it comes to blogging and brainstorming ideas, you need to think about what is currently happening in your life, and your blog needs to be about current events and things that are present day happening right now. And I wanna challenge you to not go this route so often because instead. of focusing on content that is only relevant to right now i want you to start focusing on evergreen content which is also known as the content that can live on forever with no time restraints you want to think about what kind of content that you can make that is going to stand the test of time in a world that always seems to be moving and changing and pumping out different things this kind of content can move along with the world as it's changing and as things are forever evolving evergreen content never gets old it never goes out of date. It's very intentional and can still be relevant even a few months after you hit publish. I mean, heck, even a year after you hit publish. The topics of evergreen content will always be relevant and can be applied to wherever your readers currently are in life or whatever is happening in the world. And if you think about it, that's really nice as a writer because you can rest assured knowing that your hard work is living on and providing value indefinitely instead of just having a shelf life of like that week. This also means that you can reshare the evergreen content blog posts over and over again and maximize the amount of impact that they're going to have on your audience. But if you make a post that's only relevant to today and what's happening right now, it wouldn't necessarily work the same. When creating evergreen content, you want to avoid a few things. Don't make mention of holidays or seasonal references, current events, news articles, pop culture, specific dates, or other things that just don't tend to really age well. Imagine someone is landing on your post for the very first time ever. Every blog posts that you make should be a solid standalone piece of content that makes sense to them as they're coming across your brand for the first time. If you're making a post about something that they would have had to have read a previous post for, it's not going to come off as strong because they're not going to relate to it because they don't know who you are or what you're talking about. The final piece of content that you want to talk about on your blog is human content. So this is something that I truly think is valuable to include in your content calendar. And this can also be known as like, like personal content or just content that makes you feel like a real person and not just some business robot this won't be your main source of content and it won't be what you talk about the most on your blog but it's good to drip in these kinds of posts into your calendar every now and then by sharing moments of your life in your blog you're going to create a connection with your readers and take them beyond just what you're selling and we've all heard about like the like know and trust factor and by humanizing ourselves on our blog we actually are going to achieve That much quicker. Only a fraction of my personal blog is actually, well, of not my personal blog, only a fraction of my blog overall is actually personal or like lifestyle type content. And I know that it can be easy to fall onto this when you don't know exactly what else to put out there because honestly it's really easy to talk about ourselves but i want you to try hard to use these posts as a way to bring your audience behind the curtain instead of just using it as your main form of content all the time show them your non-business related lifestyle this can include cooking home decor travel adventures your families and so on and remember that these can be super lighthearted and they do not have to be a very like deep and intimate type of post unless you want them to be okay so I'm just gonna quickly break down my personal blogging strategy just so you have an idea of how I post things in my business so as of now my blogging strategy is to post about five days a week this doesn't always happen but I do try my best to post Monday through Friday five days a week and sometimes that turns into two times and sometimes it's three times sometimes it's four times like Sometimes you just gotta give yourself some grace, okay? Especially if you're a mom, like life is hard. So two of those posts in that five day period are going to be show notes from my podcast episodes. The other two are landing pages. And in a sense, they're like show notes for um, my YouTube videos as well. And then the last one is more of like a personal or lifestyle topic that has to do with me or my family. Four out of the five posts typically are business, education, branding, marketing, those sorts of things that have to do with entrepreneurship. And then Fridays are kind of my fun personal lifestyle kind of days. Now notice how a majority of my strategy for blogging is just repurposing the other content and this can be what you do too or your blog can be its own standalone content platform. You get to decide what that looks like for you and how you want to do it and that's such a beautiful thing. So if you're not like me and you don't want to have a podcast and then use blog posts as show notes or a YouTube channel or whatever and you just want to blog then you can just blog. For me it's easier to write out my my scripts and my talking points for my videos and my podcast episodes and then just throw those into a blog post and then it's I mean I've already had to do it because I had to script out a podcast episode anyway so my blog post is like essentially already written I just have to format it format it like a little bit differently so that's about it honestly my hope is that after seeing this um seeing this listening to this whatever I hope after listening to this you are feeling very confident about moving forward with blogging and that you have a plan and that you've learned what you should be writing about and And I know, like I said in the beginning, it's a lot easier said than done. And I know that it can feel overwhelming, but I know that you have what it takes to get started on a super amazing blog. And in fact, I want you to hold yourself accountable. And right now, starting today, go and make a list, sit down, write down a bunch of ideas that you have. The hardest part is going to be that first sentence is that first sentence that you're writing. That's going to feel like the trickiest. But once you can get past that, it's going to get so much easier as time goes on and the more you do it. you will just like be flowing with words and ideas I promise you it's like a muscle that you have to stretch and work out and the more you do it the stronger it gets so try not to let blogging fall down on your priority list it's been so essential to my business growth and I know that it can be for you too and remember that you do not have to have the same goals or the same standards as me if you only create one blog post per week that is great that is awesome start there and then once you're consistently publishing those every single week, you can start to add more onto your plate. Be reasonable with yourself, be honest with yourself on what you can put out and stick to that. So I hope you feel ready and equipped with an action plan and know that you never have to run out of blog ideas ever again and simplify your approach and then get to writing. You've got this, my friend. I will talk to you in the next one. Bye. You've just finished another episode of the Brandy Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will make sure to follow us on instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast and tiktok also join the exclusive facebook group just for listeners you can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl Podcast insiders or head to the link in the show notes if you liked what you heard please leave us a five-star rating over on apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening it means the absolute world to me to read your kind words but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well if you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowboy podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.